You are now tuned in to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast. Now, this podcast is not suitable for those 18 and under. And if you're at work, we like to say NSF. And remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And we're going to get into misunderstandings. How, how, how am I as a man who prides himself on being very clear about what I'm saying and my actions? How am I misunderstood? How did a conversation I was trying to have get misinterpreted. I thought when I was typing it up, I thought it was very clear. But the response on the back end was no, mm-mm, not clear. What do you mean? Um, we can talk about that. Uh, or as she said, I have an observation about something about you. Like, whoa, wait a minute. So, here's the scenario. I'm opening up the door for some open dialogue, for some conversation that, you know, maybe there's some sentiments that um, this friend of mine has. And I know she's listening. And I know she's sitting there like, okay, how you going to spend this? <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, I'm opening up the door, right? So, the way I phrased this was, hey, look, is there anything like you like to discuss? Um, and not in a vanilla, like not in an emotional vanilla way, but, you know, just to open up conversation. Maybe there's something you want to talk about. So she responded with, um, I can't remember the exact wording, but something like no. But then she was like, I have an observance. Um I've observed something about the way you talk about this stuff. So, okay. So, uh, a couple of days later, we, we get together and we're talking. And she brought that up. And, uh, and she was like, you know, when you speak about um, BDSM and vanilla relationships, I noticed that you separate emotions uh from from BDSM, you know, opposed to vanilla. And I was like, huh. And so I had to explain what I meant by, you know, um, is there anything that you want to discuss? And, and, you know, not in an emotional vanilla way. And so what I meant, what I meant was not in a, I, I'm not asking, I wasn't asking her to dig deep into this emotional place or I wasn't seeking any kind of validation or wanting her to say, you know, get the best ever or there's no other man like you or I love you so much. And we don't speak in those terms. We don't speak in like I love yous and things of that nature. But to her point is that there is emotion involved in BDSM. Yes, there is. And in many ways, 
some of the, the emotional connection goes a little deeper than vanilla. So that I do agree and I can see where, oops, I was wrong. I can see where that could be taken like, hmm, how can he detach emotion from, you know, BDSM other than vanilla, right? And no, I agree. But even within the dynamic of BDSM, let me say this, this connection that I have with her, we don't speak in very endearing terms like love. We don't say, I love you. Um, you know, we're speaking in, you know, my, she's, you're my sir. Um, you're my sub. Um, you know, you're submissive to me. You surrender to me. Um, you know, I am here to help guide and protect you. Um, and we talk not in those terms like that, but we do talk in, in our terms of endearment are different, very different. And so I was just being clear in my approach to that conversation is, and I do this from time to time. I'll do like a quick evaluation from time to time uh, of my situation. Like, you know, like, how do you feel? Like, you know, do you feel it's something that, you know, we can improve on just, you know, where are you at in your submission? Um, you know, am I helping that? Are we stagnant? You know, or is things going great? You know, just, it's really like a checkup, but I more so phrase this straight to her and not normally, I guess I would say, uh, I would normally ask like, it's a, jo a joint conversation. Like what can we do to make it better? You know, how are you and how, do, and how am I working with you? Um, because as a man, as a dominant man, I want to always know that I am always working. Um, I don't want to phrase it like that. Not working, but I am always providing room for growth. Period. Room for growth. And I know the way that I work. And then when I have to travel to teach... And I still have to deal with my personal life, my family life. You know, sometimes some things can go neglected. And I think I'm guilty of a time or two. And I'm sure many of you feel like this, that you neglect, you can neglect that part of your personal relating to someone else. You're so bogged down with so much stuff that you don't really have the mental energy or sometimes even physical energy to actually just do that. You know, even though you're keeping certain things on a consistent basis, terms of endearment, things of that nature, but actually being engaged, you know, it's, it can be tricky. You know, and some people have busier times in their work schedule than other people, right? Some people have seasonal jobs. You know, you know, and I think all of our jobs have some kind of cycles or seasons to them, right? People have to make quarterly, um, you know, um, quotas and things of that nature. So, you know, things happen. And so my whole thing is to not to lessen having misunderstandings. I mean, let me just bring it 360 like this. I try to lessen misunderstandings by having open dialogue. 
And I know that can be very challenging for a lot of people because a lot of people aren't used to openly communicating with someone other than their close friend, right? To deal with someone that you're having a physical relationship with, a sexual relationship, sometimes we don't want to have that open conversation because it leads to vulnerability. It leads to the kind of vulnerabilities that you would hope someone wouldn't take advantage of. But you do realize that the average person is going to fuck you over in your vulnerable, in your vulnerable spots. And if, and if they won't just fuck you over, they'll, they'll throw that shit up in your face. Right. That is for lower uh, level minded people. That's not for the mature, grown and sexy and people who just want to live the best life they can live. You know, someone trying to live their best life don't have time for games. You know, and, and I just not the type and I'm not just I'm not the type of person that that condemns someone for something they did. I mean listen, my life has been hard enough. And I know some of the things that I've done and I know that I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed to have the life that I have. And we've all been through things and we've all done things that we're not necessarily proud of and a whole lot of things we are proud of, right? But whether you hide them or not, those things still come up to the surface. Those things still come into play when you're dealing with people that you're very close to, whether it be your best friend, you know, a parent, a sibling or a lover, especially a lover, because now that's that's connected in a whole that's it's connected in a different way. So it leads to vulnerability when you're open. But this is why we should choose our acquaintances intelligently and with intent. We must surround ourselves with people who are going to help us grow. Now, if you're the, if you're a negative person, then go cling on to the negative people. You know, I have no problem with that. You know, stay in your lane. But if you're happy, you know, don't deal with someone that's not really happy. If you're content, don't deal with someone who may not be necessarily content. You know, or if you're content, you might want to deal with someone who's not satisfied. That might help balance you out. But that's a that's an equation to see if that can actually work for you. Do you can y'all push each other? And that happens through open dialogue. It happens through open dialogue, you know? And sometimes having open dialogue leads to misunderstandings. However, if you're mature, y'all can talk through those things. It's very simple. Like as a man, I'm not gonna stand for Someone who don't fucking get it. I mean, point blank. If you don't fucking get it, then, you know, you need to go do something else. Talk to, be with someone else. Talk to someone else. And I as well. You know, I think we've all been in a situation where someone been like, Psh, I don't fucking get it. What the fuck is this person? What is this person? I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like, I don't get what it. Because they're not met. They're not on your level. 
Some people are just straight up, you know, a little to the left. Period. You know what I'm saying? But they say, uh, you know, there might be a three short of a dozen. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Not the brightest uh, crayon in the pack. You know, or they're eccentric. Or their eccentricity um, is 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 in an area that's, you know, you don't, you know, you don't, you ain't feeling it. You know, it doesn't do anything for you. And this is why I tell y'all, like, you really got to write things down. Like, you know, the five things that, uh, that a person that's in your life, how that, how that person brings out the best in you, five things and five things that, uh, thing and five things that, that bring out the worst in you when you're relating to people. And I don't care what relationship it is, but especially your lover. You need to know that. You you need to know those five things, you know, because I try to surround myself with people who will bring out the best in me because I'm the type of person that wants to see everybody win. And I don't need credit. If I help you win, please stand up on that stage and accept your trophy or accept your, you know, your award with, without me saying, I helped you do it. I'm here clapping for you. You know, that's how I am. You know, I'm good with me. I'm good. I'm good with me. I don't let other people's um, determinations of success dictate how I see myself or how I'm going to move. So I'm cool seeing other people win because that makes me feel good seeing other people win that's the type of person i am what's the world what's having the world if you can't share it what is having the world if you can't share it and i do realize that as Human beings, we all have some things that we're very selfish about. Like, I agree that there are times that you need to be selfish. Like I spoke on the mental health, like you need to be selfish. Like I take myself out for a drink and dinner. And there was a time in my life where I would have to have people to join in on that. You know, am I a weirdo for going somewhere, sitting by myself? Or like you go to a restaurant, you be with your, all your friends and see somebody eating by themselves. Like, mm, boy, you eating by himself. You know, like whatever. Like, okay, cool. He's just in here doing his own thing. You know, I'm at that point in my life where I like doing things by myself and for me. And like, I know I deserve it. Like, I know I deserve it. I know I deserve to be treated damn well. And if no one else is going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And they can learn through how I treat myself, how they should treat me, and how they need, how they see they will be treated. And anyone bringing that downward can't roll. Anyone that doesn't bring value to what I'm doing can't play with me. And that's okay. I can't play with them. You know, there are ple people on different levels that I can't play with either. You know, this is all good. 
you know, but the best part about it is, is having those open conversations. Find someone, find someone that you can confide into. Okay. If you have someone that you can confide into, that is the opposite sex. That is so rewarding. That is so rewarding. Um, because as a man, you're going to get that feminine nurturing part that you need. You're going to get that view from the female that you can't see. What do I mean by that? Women are more right side brain thinkers. You guys heard me say this before. The right side of your brain deals with art, pleasure, things of that nature. The left side deals with separating things and information and logic. The right side, let's go back to that. The right side sees everything as a whole, right? And again, the left side separates everything. So a man walks in a room, he, he sees the chairs, he sees uh, people, TV, um, this and that, this and that. We see all the different things, right? We see all the different things. But when a woman walks in a room, she sees how it's all connected. She sees how it's all connected. And you can have a conversation, right? And just let the lady, and let your submissive just be quiet and just listen. Just have her sitting there listening while you're talking. Now that's some bullshit. This is some bullshit. How? Some people will see that as like two men talking and um, either one man or both men have a woman, have a woman or women with them, and the women aren't saying anything. They're quiet while the two men are talking. When that conversation is over, what happens if there's a man in that scenario that doesn't have a woman, he may be at a disadvantage. Because as two men are talking and the woman is, is sitting there taking that in, there's a lot that can be said that men don't pick up, but women pick up. Because it's a woman's intuition. It's a woman's connection to the universe, right? People hear oh, the universe. No, but it's just we're all connected by energy, right? So women can feel energy more than men. So as two men are talking and a woman is listening, like that woman's perspective of that conversation can be different. She can see angles that you may not can see. So when you talk to her, like, what did you think about that? And then she can tell you when she asks if she can speak freely, you say, yeah, you can speak freely. And she's, she, she run it down to you. And there might be things that were said that you didn't catch in the moment, right? Because sometimes when you have a conversation, you're not always in a 
submissive position where you just have to listen. So a lot of us try to form opinions while we're listening to who is saying something. Sometimes, unless a person's telling the story. If a person's telling the story, then you find yourself a little bit more relaxed. But anyway, so this 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 is the advantage of having someone of the opposite sex that you can confide in. And, and women know clear why it's great to have a man that they can confide into, whether he's a love lover or other. Right? They know they can they can get um some more logical um views on certain things, which is good for them, right? Because though they see the connection sometimes they need to see the, 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 the different aspects of the whole. That's what we do analysis and equations. You know, going through the odds of success and situations and protection, right? And a man's nurturing, you know, if something happens to her and she needs to be, uh, you know, um, held or she needs someone to come fix a fucking tire or she's having a situation and it needs, you know, and, I'm, and she's dealing with like taking her car to the mechanic, right? We said women get... You know, women get ripped off. I'm like, no, give me your car. I'm going to take it to my people. And you're going to be good. Like, you know, so that way, you, you know, it's just certain things that men can do for women and women can do for men. That it's just great that you can just have someone to confide in of the opposite sex. But, okay, let me go back. That was a lot. Uh, So... You know, you can have misunderstandings in trying to be understood. And that's okay. I think that more of us, more men, uh, just need to open up dialogue. But what happens is men don't want to admit it, but for us to be able to just open up dialogue, we have to be willing to be vulnerable. Because when you open up dialogue, you don't know what's going to get shot back at you. You know? And... You're in a position where you're open, right? To tell, you know, if someone, at you, like, if you open it up, like, let's, whatever you want to talk about, and someone shoots something back to you, you can't just be like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. No, you can't. You can't. When you open it up, you're opening yourself up. You're opening yourself up. Because you never know it's going to come back. But you got to be a strong individual and I'm going to speak strict to men you have to be a strong willed man to open up the door or open yourself up for inspection so to say you gotta be tight and military boys know about being tight. I mean, they're taught how to be very disciplined and organized. And when you have that kind of mindset, you don't mind open conversation. Because the people who you want close to you 
should know you. Should know how you think, know how you move. They need to be able to anticipate what might happen in a certain situation. This is what it is. This is it. You know, I want my friends, my friends that I've hung around for a long, for years, male or female, for years and years. I'm talking about 20 plus years. Some of them 30 plus. They know if a certain kind of situation jump off how I'm going to react. They they know if, you know, we're in a party, you know, or whatever the case may be, no matter what the situation um, they know how I'm going to react. And I like that. And I like knowing where they're going to be. I'm, I like to know how they're going to react. I like predictability. You know, the, the easier pathways to success is being able to count on certain things, the predictability of certain things. If you know the predictability of certain things, it's just like, for example, you guys know, if you want to go to a party where people are going to be a little different, you don't take your friend who's a little bit more of a hothead. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not everything's for everybody, but when people are predictable, you're able to put the people in your life in better situations. Period. At least that's how I, as a man, think. I think I need to put people in good situations. And maybe because of my job, because I deal with a bunch of people, and I'm always connecting people. But there are certain personalities I wouldn't connect. You know, there's certain people I wouldn't connect for certain things. But, you know, I have to think like that. And I always just want people to have the best experiences in life. And if I can add to that, I will. And I don't want to detract from it. I'm not a taker. I just want to live my life. You know what I'm saying? I just want to live my life. I want to. I just want people who really want, who really, really, really bang with me. I want you to know me. You know, because if you, like, for example, if you come to Philly, you can hit me up. Yo, I'm coming to Philly. All right, cool. Do you need anything? Do you need anything? Do you need to know where to go? Do you need to know what hotels to stay in? Do you need to know restaurants? You know, do you want to hang out? You know, do you want to go get a cup of coffee? Do you want to go have a drink? You know, it's got to be about nothing, male or female. If I bang with you, if we cool and I get to know you, then if you come in town, come in town. Holler at me. You know, ain't nothing, it's nothing to sit down, have a cup of coffee, some conversation. It's always nice to put faces to the, to the, you know, to the, to the filter profile pictures that we see every day. You know what I'm saying? It's about the experience. That's why it's called Sir Inks, the experience. But thank you guys for listening. I've been ranting long enough. What do you think? I will be responding after this is over to you guys' comments. Thank you for listening. You know where you can find me. Sir I-N-Q com sir inq on everything facebook instagram twitter you can also email me at sir inq at gmail dot 
sirinq09 at gmail.com. And always remember kingspace.net. Come follow me there. This community is open. Be yourself. But, you know, let's do it in the uh, same and consensual way.